I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me as always are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi guys. Hey Chris. Christopher Turner. So we got a question about saying yes and more specifically about one of our favorite things, the yes jar. Yeah. So I'm always looking through the questions in the um in the podcast community, right? So if you haven't found our Empowered Parent Podcast community, it's a great place to ask questions and get some feedback from not just us, but from others, but we do answer too. Um, but somebody, um, Rachel, comment, she just was posting in there and she said, I've been thinking about doing a yes jar, but I'm pretty sure if I put sweets in there, even Laura bars, my kiddos, my kiddos won't be able to stop and it will become an obsession. Has anyone else experienced this? And some of those Laura bars are pretty good. They are pretty good. I really like the coconut ones. Ooh, the chocolate chip cookie dough one. Mm. Um, I, don't I actually like to. homemade ones. Those are my favorite. Oh, it's not the question wasn't about Laura bars, you, but it isn't about which is your favorite Laura bar. <laughs> I do like them though; they're quite good. But, we have established that you like them. But yes. thank you, Rachel, for pointing out the Laura bar thing. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone from Laura bar would like to become an official sponsor of the show, there you go. Email us at info at onebighappyhome.com. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think when we first started um, using the yes jar, so we kind of. We'd heard like the concept of giving yeses, right? So the concept of giving our kids more yeses so that when we have to say no, Mm -hmm. they're able to accept it better. And I remember when we first heard that concept and we were like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Exactly. Well, hold on. Um, Not ever actually going to work. Let me understand this for a second. I need them to act in a certain way. And when they want something, you need me to say yes. Right. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's crazy. This is very counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, just to piggyback that, a lot of this falls into that. I'm sorry, you said what? <laughs> right. But when we started recognizing that so often we were saying no, not because it was something we needed to say no to, but because it was convenient. No, we can't play Play-Doh because it makes a mess. No, right. we can't ride bikes because it's hot outside and I don't want to go outside with you when you ride your bike, right? No, we can't paint because it makes a mess. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things I said no to were because they make <laughs> a mess. Yeah. And I don't like messes. We can, all, I, we can almost all agree that there is potential positive in that. It's the, um, no, I'm not going to do that with you because I don't want to get up. Um, I'm texting my friends, you know, all of those kinds of things. Right. I mean, let's let, let's not let it, let's not let everybody off the hook that easily. Right. Right. We don't generally have great reason, noble reasons like I'm trying to protect the sanctity of our home. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like dude, performing surgery on the dog right now. Dude, and- it's like, dude, I'm on Facebook. Leave me alone. Right. right. So. Well, and recently, I I even heard a mom and she was talking about how you know she was trying to say more yeses and she you know her daughter said can I spend the night with my friend? And it was a school night. Mm. And, and she said she wanted to say no, but she didn't know why she wanted to say no. <laughs> like it just felt like that's what you should say. Right. Cause it's a school night. Because it's a school night. But she said, you know, the friend she wanted to spend the night with was the one that picked her up for school in the morning. <laughs> and so she said, we'd actually get to sleep a little bit longer in the morning because she wouldn't have to come pick me up and go across town to get to school, we'd already be closer to the school 
And and she's like, and it made sense. <laughs> and she said, and I realized that I'd been saying no to this because it just didn't it's seem like night. the right thing to do because on a school night you don't have sleepovers, right. right? You know, I mean, it just, and so she said, so I did something really weird and I said, yes, you know, and she goes, but we only do it once a month because I still can't quite wrap my <laughs> mind around it, right? It still seems like a treat, but I- Once I, a month still seems to me like that's too yeah, much, right? it just, because there's sometimes there's just these things that we say no to because we think we're supposed to say no to mm-hmm. them. Or there's these things that we say no to because... Somebody said no to us for the same thing when we ourselves were children. Yes. Yep. And yes. It, and it's now ingrained as the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Kids don't sleep over. Yeah. Multiple nights. Well, right. no, that doesn't matter if it makes sense. <laughs> right. That's, listen, that whole left brain stuff you all like to talk that. about. Yeah, really, it's all that right brain emotional stuff, right? <laughs> exactly. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't yeah. seem like... but. I mean, because there's a lot of things that we have to say no to, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that our kids want that we can't say yes to. But there's also a lot of things that we can say yes to, and we just don't for whatever reason, whatever, you know, whether it's the arbitrary, I just think I'm supposed to say no to this, or it's the inconvenient, or it's the, you know, I don't want to look up from my phone or my computer or whatever I'm doing. And so I think finding ways to have more yeses one by just thinking about when you say no to something why am i saying no that's one really good way but the yes jar became a really good way to give our kids lots of yeses every day because they could literally ask any time and we would say yes right so for anybody that hasn't heard of the concept of the yes jar basically it means you fill the yes jar with um whatever you want that you're willing to say yes to. So I, I know parents that have put um, food in there that have put toys in there that have put little pieces of paper that say, play a game with mom or dad, you know, or whatever you're willing to say yes to at any moment. So you're in the middle of making dinner. Your child says, can I have something from the yes jar? And they reach in and they pull out a granola bar and you say yes. And so we have to stock it with things that we're willing to say yes to at any point. So like to the question about, you know, my kids obsessed with sweets and the Lara bars in there. Well, then I'd say I'd only put one Lara bar in there. And then when it's gone, it's gone. Right. Because if we have a whole bunch of junk, like my, my yes jar is not filled with candy and stuff that I don't want to say yes to. It's filled with stuff that I want to say yes to, right. right? It's got bags of nuts in it. Now, maybe I get the nut mix that has some M&Ms in it, you mm-hmm. know, for our little chocolate chips in it for a little treat. But it's it's got things that I'm willing to say yes to, but it doesn't have 500 of them. <laughs> you know, it just has one or two. Yep. And I only refill it once a day. Yeah, I think this, you know, if I'm if I'm honest, a lot of these things are really hard for me to grasp up front, right? Because it just sounded wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the whole, um, I'm sorry, there's a difference between being safe and feeling safe, right? Yeah. I understand now that that probably made me a little slow on the uptake, but that's true, right? Um, another one, um, gosh, I just went blank, but 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 you know. There's a difference in being safe and feeling safe was was one that was really kind of kind of really um 
hard for me. The, a, a way for your child to accept no better is to say yes more. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm, that doesn't sound right. It doesn't seem right. Right. So, so you know, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, you know, perhaps the the slowness on on all of this becoming commonplace in our family was because, um, I was I was dragging a little bit behind and a little slow in the uptake. Well, I remember um, the first day that I did the yes jar. I didn't tell him I was going to do it. <laughs> I just was, it was just like, I'm just going to try this and see if this works. And so I literally like had just gone to Costco and gotten a whole bunch of snack stuff. So I just took a jar that I had and I put like a little, one of those little um, stickers that has, um, you can write in chalk on it. Yep. And I wrote yes. And I set it in the middle of the kitchen table and I filled it with like snacks. I mostly did snacks to start with. And I told the kids, okay, we've got this new thing. And Anytime you ask me for something out of that jar, I'm going to say yes. And that was all I said. And they were like, they kind of looked at me funny. They had their father's reaction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, hold on. Let they, me understand this. This doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm going to ask for. Yes. And you're going to say yes. And they just kind of looked <laughs> at me. And, it's not Halloween. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I'm like, the kids are like six. They're like, is Ashton Kutcher on here? Because I feel like I'm being punked right now. <laughs> And so they did, and it was the funniest thing. And I always tell people, I'm like, when you first do it, just make sure you stock up like on Costco size everything because Mm. that first few weeks, you're going to go through so (laughs) much food because that was mostly what my kids wanted, right? Because we had lived up until that point, we had lived in a world where I was like, we have breakfast at this time and then we have a snack at this time and then we have lunch at this time and then another snack and then dinner. And that was... It was all scheduled, and in between those times, it was like, nope, you don't need anything, you just ate, right? And we had kind of lived in that world, and so I kind of was trying to change that, and I wanted a way to do that, and so that's why mostly it was snacks. But I mean, I will never forget, just Ryan walked in the door, and he's like, what is this jar, (laughs) and why are there like wrappers of like a gazillion granola bars <laughs> and bags of pistachios in the trash Couldn't can. Can you put cheaper nuts in the instrument? That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, a peanut, I mean, like, none of the kids have peanut allergies. We couldn't have put peanuts in the instrument. Right. Oh, these pristine Calif- California pistachios. Uh, but I mean, pistachios was... are so expensive. It's like they walk themselves from California <laughs> to right. Texas. But he was looking at me like I was crazy. And the kids were like, this is the best day ever. But then the next day they were like, is there still a yes jar? I'm like, yes. And we can ask and you'll always say yes. Yes. Now, I did have to put one caveat on it. If they got food out, they had to either finish eating it or find somebody who would eat it for them, not including the dogs, <laughs> before they could ask for another piece of food. Now, they could ask for a piece of, uh, like a toy, or they could ask for something that was non-edible, but they weren't going to like eat two bites of the granola bar and then ask for another snack out of there. So For pistachios. Right, for pistachios, exactly. From California. <laughs> they weren't going to open the bag of pistachios, eat two out, and then ask for fruit snacks, or whatever I had in there, right? And so was the first couple of weeks we went through so much food we went through so many things but honestly now i have a yes jar in in the cabinet the kids know where it is and strangely they actually asked me for something out of it yesterday 
but they hadn't probably, it had probably been two or three weeks since they'd ever, since they'd asked me for anything out of it. I rarely fill it up anymore because we've gotten to a better place where now they know that they can ask for a snack and I'm going to say yes to them. They can ask for things and we're better at saying yes now. It was a tool that we used. It's not a, not a forever thing, mm. but it was a tool that we used to get us in the habit of saying yes more often and get the kids in the habit of asking and getting their needs met, asking and getting their needs well, well, met. Well, that was the cool kind of, I was thinking about what are the lessons of the yes jar? And there's so many. Number one, it's the parents are being coached but through the yes jar. I was just going to go there too, is mm-hmm. that by, by setting up the yes jar, you're actually saying yes twice. Yep. Right. Because you have to be intentional about what you're putting in there in the first place. Yep. So you're saying yes to these things that are going in there, and then you're saying yes to your children behind it when they ask for something out of the jar. Yeah, and it's getting yeah. into the habit of saying yes, yeah. because we're all, just no, we're all just no machines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, the other lesson of the yes jar is that it, it teaches the children that when they ask for something, um, that what they want matters, right? Mm-hmm. It gives them voice, it gives them agency, it gives them control, and all of these things are healthy to build a trust and, and, and confidence in the children. And so over time, the reason we don't use the, the SGR anymore, or very much anymore, should I rather say, is because we don't need it. It served its purpose in the family. The kids have now, through this simple plastic thing with the word yes written on the side, uh, the kids have now come to understand that they can get their needs met consistently. And that's the other lesson of the yes jar is that you have to do it for a long time, all of the time. Mm-hmm. You can't decide we're doing it this weekend and go, well, that didn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, that's, I, I don't have anything to say to people who try something for 48 hours and then declare that it, it, I've tried everything. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Cause we probably used it very consistently for several years. Yeah. I mean, we, so we've been in this house for three years and we started it. I don't know. We've been doing guest jars for maybe five or six years, maybe even more Yeah. Um, with the kiddos. And it taught them the lesson that, that when they have a need, they can get their need met. I mean, there's, we should probably sit down and write down all the lessons of the yes jar. Yeah. Because I think there's so many of them and a lot that aren't apparent up front, right? Some of those lessons aren't obvious, but yeah, big fan of it. Um, that's the yes jar. Well, Don't call it by another name. <laughs> it's a yes jar. Well, and I think one of the things that we, um, that we realized was there were certain things that our kids really liked in the yes jar. Mm. And it helped us to determine some of their what they were needing, right? So, um, it helps you be a better detective. Yes, because if I put, you know, bubble gum, like big giant bubble gum, in there. Now, obviously, at first they went through loads and loads of bubble gum because it was a novelty. Mm. But then after a while, it was just a self-regulation tool. They yeah. would ask for gum when they needed it. And that seems weird, like to say they needed gum, mm-hmm. but you know, those big wads of gum and they'd be like, can I have a piece of gum? Yes. Can I have another piece of gum? Yes. And I, that wasn't the same rule as the food because sometimes they need two or three pieces to get that input that they're seeking. Yeah. And so we would let them and we would say, yes, you can have it. And they were like, this is the greatest thing ever, <laughs> you know? And but really over time it did become this tool. Like when they were hungry, they knew there was a place to go where there was always going to be a snack that they could find. 
They knew when they needed a piece of gum, there was always going to be some gum in there that they could get to meet that need. I always put suckers in there and gum in there. Um, And so it was a great tool. Now, we always, we get a gazillion questions about it and about the implementation of the yes jar. But I always tell people, put as few rules on it as you can. Yeah. Um to not make it so there's so many rules that it's like, well, I'm never going to get to eat out, you know, because people would be mm. like, well, you can so only eat out of it. It's a maybe jar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because people would say, well, I, I can't stand them eating snacks while I'm making dinner. And I'm like, that sounds like that might be you and not the kids, yeah. right? Like if you're only putting things in there that you're willing to say yes to any time, then why does it matter if they have that? Yeah. I mean, and honestly for us, my kids like, what we said was the yes jar opens after breakfast and it closes at bedtime. Mm. Like that, that was kind of our parameters on it because otherwise they were getting up in the morning with the freshly loaded yes jar wanting to have, you know, all the snacks before they had any breakfast. Um, Or they were wanting to, they were laying in bed and they're like, can I have something from the yes jar? (laughs) Right. And it was a stalling tactic at that point. Right. Um, but we tried to put as few parameters on it as we could. Well, we eventually we added a third, and this was over time. And that was if uh, you've been called to the table for dinner, the SGR is not open during dinner. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, so those, I mean, that was it. Those are the rules that we ended up with, those three over time. Yeah, but it, it, it really was a good tool, yeah, and yeah. I think it, it served its perfect purpose. And every once in a while, I will, you know, I'll see that I'm getting in the habit of saying no more often or the kids are sneaking things or they're Mm -hmm. taking things and I'll be like, okay, I must be not saying yes enough and they're, they're needing this. And so I'll re I'll stock it really full again. Yeah. Or, you know, one day I actually, Ryan made fun of me because I have a fanny pack. (laughs) Um, Okay. Hold on. (laughs) I know somebody else is making fun of me now too. In my defense. You're correct. Other people are making fun of you right now as well. Um, and these people are... Sitting across the table from her. Oh, sitting across the table from her. Or collectively known as fashion conscious. Uh, or hey. also people who may care how they look in public. I don't know, but these, I these are the people I didn't go in like, public with it. I just uh, wore it around got, the house. I got Disney pictures. I would okay, maybe I wore one to Disney, but that was a different... That was. It was a different time. It was a, it was a crazy time. world. <laughs> They were they were like making a comeback for like half a second, and you could buy you fanny packs in the store. To, so I was I was trying to be fashionable and Whatever functional. Whatever helps you sleep at night, dear. <laughs> but I had Kayla. Kayla, I love you dearly. They're not fanny packs have never ever been fashionable. <laughs> no, they were making a comeback like a few years ago. They were like. So you could find them in stores again. Like you hadn't been at, no. Hey, please, we would love to hear your opinions on the relative fashionability of fanny packs. Just wherever we post this episode on Facebook, just let us know in the comments what you think about fanny packs. Oh, goody. I'm going to post a picture of my fanny pack. My fanny pack's awesome. I have a mud love fanny pack. It's very fashionable. Is it made from mud? No. But it's made it's, with love. It's it's the company Mud Love. They make really cool stuff. Yeah, they do. That's why I've, I, I, asked. I have a very cool mud made. Uh, That's right. Mug that I. They're, they're fabulous. Really like. I think so we're losing sight of we you walking around the house with a fanny so, pack. Dear. So I put the fanny pack on and I filled it with gum <coughs> and suckers. 
that was all I filled it with. We were having a Regulatory really... Regulatory eats. Yeah, we were having a really bad day. And I may have put like some Band-Aids or something in it too. See, like, that I did sounds something. like a perfect addition to yeah. a Yes Fanny Pack, which I think is where we're going with That's kind of where I had it, right? Yes I was like... <laughs> yes. And so I, portable yes I put job. it on so I don't wear my Fanny Pack around the house all the time. So my kids went, Mom, why are you wearing that? <laughs> and I was like, would you like a piece of gum? And they're like... Yes. But stop asking questions. <laughs> and so I, I gave them a piece of gum, and then a little bit later they're like, "Can I have a piece of gum?" Yes. And you know, and we just and all day long they just and they were walking around with like wads of bubble gum in their mouth or suckers like all day long, like it was nonstop suckers and gum. But it helped because they were having a really uh, they they were so dysregulated they were fighting with everybody, and now we changed the focus. Mm. I was giving some yeses. It was a little bit fun, um, something a little bit different. And so sometimes we have to change that up even, you know, what we're doing or how we're doing it. Mm. So it's not a one size fits all. It's not a, um, you can always do this and, you know, you can, you can always find ways to say more, more yeses to your kids. Right. Um, and maybe your more yeses can't be food because you've got food issues in your house. So maybe your more yeses are um, five minute games that mm. you can play. Maybe it's a hand of Uno or it's a, um, you know, it's a game of Farkle or. Well, there's that, remember that card game, our friend Allison Hyten, who's been on, on this the show before. Yeah. Um, our, our dear friends from New Jersey, Russ and Allison. And um, when she was down here uh, about 18 months ago, she stayed with us in, for a week. And she taught us a game that she called Garbage. I don't know, that may be known by other games, but it's this 10-card game that becomes a 9-card game that becomes an 8-card game. Yeah. And, my, and a hand Super of garbage easy. takes five minutes. And, and the kids were like, oh, Daddy, can we play some cards? And instead of saying, oh, I've got to you know, help with dinner or whatever, or I need to do this, I'm like, yes, because they're generally satisfied after one game, mm. and it takes five minutes. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's an absolutely... Fantastic game, and maybe if I'm industrious enough, we'll write down the rules of garbage, run them by Allison for official approval, and then maybe yeah. post them somewhere. Yeah, no, but I think there's there's definitely ways to add more yeses, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a yes jar. Mm. There there are ways to add more yeses to your day if you really are conscious and you're really thinking about it. Um, and you'd be amazed how much just adding more yeses will change the mood. And don't don't ever like say to your kids, I'm trying to add more yeses Yeah, because then they're going to test you on that one too. They're like, like, really? Can we go to the park? Can we go to the movies? Can we, you know, and they're going to throw out everything at you. So don't ever do that. But, (laughs) um, but just think, can I say yes to this? Is there a way that I can say yes? Yeah. Because so often I say no because I'm tired Mm. Or I'm doing something else and I don't want to stop. You know, it's not because I don't think that it's safe or it's not because I think that it's going to, you know, I mean, ruin their childhood if they do this or, you know what I mean? There's so many times that I say no because it's not convenient. Yeah. And, you know, in Rachel's case where she's worried about the sweets thing, just find an alternative. Right. You don't have to put sweets in the yes jar or you can limit them. So you, you know, they love Lara bars. Well, then you only put one Lara bar in there. Well, when you say you don't put sweets in the yes jar, I think we need to tell that the story that she puts these um, popsicle sticks or right fruit, vegetable or whatever Mm -hmm. on them. And the kids pull one of those and they go to the fridge and get the fruit or vegetable. And our youngest son 
um, likes eating raw carrots and raw cucumbers. And like, he doesn't like, you know, go and slice them. He just like takes a cucumber and just like eats it like it's a banana. <laughs> yes. The whole cucumber. Doesn't, doesn't peel. Like, like, I don't know. We have, it's, it's a real big debate at our house whether you should peel cucumbers or not. I think you should peel cucumbers. Kayla doesn't. But like that waxiness, I don't like. So we compromise and you do sort of like the zebra thing where you just like peel half of the cucumber and it looks pretty. Um, not him. He just like, he cut, like cuts the end off and just like eats it. Or like you'll take like, you'll buy these carrots in like the bag of organic carrots. They're pretty big carrots. And mm. you just like, just like gnaws on a carrot. Like Walk a, around like Bugs Bunny. Like a Bugs Bunny. That's exactly yes. every time I think about it. Keep um, waiting for him to say, what's up, dog? That's right. <laughs> But yeah, and that's that was the funny thing when we first started the Yes Jar and people would be like, well, my kids emptied it by lunchtime. And I'm like, well, I just put popsicle sticks that say fruit and veggies and there's plenty of those. And they don't tend to go through fruit and veggie quite as right. as frequently as the packaged stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be packaged stuff either. I mean, we've done beef jerky in there. We've done nuts that the were, you know, jerky. we've done homemade granola. You know, I mean, I've done a ton of homemade stuff that I've put in there too. Um, prepackaged is way more convenient because you can just go to Costco and buy those big giant packages of it. But yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways, you, things you what? can put in there. But by the end of the day, when we were first doing the Yes Jar, by the end of the day, all that was left were the fruit and vegetable popsicle sticks <laughs> in the bottom of the jar. Well, I think, I think So I could always still give a yes. Yes, you can have fruit. Yes, you can have a vegetable. Yeah. But I think that's the other thing that, that maybe we didn't mention yet. There was another rule we had around the jars is that it gets filled once a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it also, another rule of the, the thing the Yes Jar taught us is the kids had to learn how to sort of develop some self-control because- they didn't want to run out of stuff by two o'clock in the afternoon, right? Yeah. Yeah. They needed to that, they needed to ride that yes jar into the sunset, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so that was a good thing. Um, that I think Kayla would do back when the, it was a big player in our house. She'd, she'd fill it just before we went to bed, so mm-hmm. it was available the next the next morning. Um, yeah, so I mean, we had a few rules surrounding it, but but the value of it was so great. Um, the other thing is, you know, when you go to like kids' birthday parties, and for some reason. People think they have to send children home with bags of like stuff they got from Pier One Imports. Parents, stop doing this. Yeah. Yes, please. We're it's, begging. It's not from Pier One. It's not that nice. I'm not, what are, uh, Oriental Trading Company? Oh, that's, there you that's go. What I, meant. I was apologies, like, not Pier I don't one. send anything home from Pier One. Oriental I, I Trading stopped company. doing doing those goodie bags, but yeah, the one. Well, they, the kids the other day went to something. They came home with kazoo's. Oh God. And not like like musical kazoo's, just like little. The cheap plastic ones. ones. Yeah, they make one sound, and it's in the key of annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's like it's like it's like a duck that's really I don't know, like constipated or something (laughs) is what it sounds like, right? We should title this episode "Saying Yes and Constipated Ducks." I bet people will really listen. (laughs) I'm hanging there, seeing the point they're trying to make. So we'll so Kayla will put those things in there, and so you can also have, um, you know, you have. It's not just food yeah. or drink, you know, like those little drink packets and stuff, but there's also like a fidget option. And the great thing about that is at the end of the day, you just do a sweep of the house yeah, and you rest- restock with all the fidgets. <laughs> it's uh, very easy to restock. Or you go to a birthday party and when you have six children and you go to a birthday party, you come home with a whole bunch of that and crap. I, and I'm like, why are you stealing goodie bags from other children? She's like, I need more stuff for the yes jar. <laughs> That's right. You have leftover ones? I'll take them home too. They're like, no parent ever says that. <laughs> That's right. I say it because I like my yes jar stocked. 
Oh, goodness gracious. The Yes Jar is lots of fun. Well, Rachel, we hope that we helped you with your question about the Yes Jar. And if anyone else out there has questions about it, as Kayla said earlier, you can email them to us at info at onebighappyhome.com or leave that question on our Facebook group. Just search for the Empowered Parent Podcast community. If you can be really succinct, you can uh, tweet it to us <laughs> at One Big Happy Home. We've yet to get a question through Twitter. I'm, I'm still waiting for the day. Well, um, I also want to remind everybody that the official Fanny Pack Cool Yes or No poll will be run <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook. On Facebook after this oh, episode. Oh, dear. Does. <laughs> Come on. You guys like me, right? <laughs> Like the truth more than you like, Kayla, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Speaking of liking, if uh, you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show, leave us a review on the the Google Play Store, iTunes, or Spotify. You can find the podcast in any of those locations. The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles, like saying yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.